This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. I'm your host, as always, Stevie Blaze, and here is my co-host, my wooden boy son. Hello. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, today we're watching the only movie with, where we're not bounded by... strings and only with life and preservation this is avengers age of ultron everybody i got no strings wait a minute (laughs) that is not what this is this is pinocchio we're watching pinocchio hooray all right by the the looks of the movie it does it seems like i don't know jiminy cricket feels like more of a uh more of a protagonist than Pinocchio, in my opinion. Actually, I was looking at the IMDb summary, and they said the same thing, that Jiminy Cricket is me- meant to be the protagonist. Hmm. He, was also the the most, mo- he was also the most famous person in the movie, actor-wise. Hmm. I don't know the guy, I but I guess he was popular at the time. I mean, this was 1940s. This was like 80 years ago. 82 years ago, actually. It's 1940. And I'm just going to say... exact year. 1940, yeah, that's when this came out. And I'm just going to say, Jimmy Cricket was very horny. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he, was, uh, he was definitely horny for some inanimate, 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 inanimate objects. Yeah. Speaking of which... You know... You might I notice just... that you can actually see in my background, it's... It is definitely not one o'clock. We're not recording at one o'clock. We're still, I don't know, we're, we're still in a uh, weird situation time-wise because uh, it's 11.49 at this point. So. I don't think it really matters what time it is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not for you because nobody can see what you're doing. He's sitting on a couch, everybody, but just so you know. I'm sitting on a chair. Oh my and you gosh. can see my background. <laughs> How dare I? sit on yeah. the couch um yeah you, you can actually 
You can actually see my background. We can't see yours. I mean, I don't think anybody really watches this stuff anyway. But probably just listening to it for the most part, which is awkward. Because yeah, I don't I don't know how to do this stuff after what like three months of doing it. Um. But you know the weird thing that I just now noticed. Other than cuckoo clocks and other marionettes and puppets and stuff like that, I don't think there was a female character at all in this movie. What about the fairy? Oh, damn it. I forgot about the fairy. You're right. (laughs) Forgot about the fairy. Which I was reading up on. I was reading uh, information about this movie when I was doing uh, looking around and they said that the fairy, the model that they used for the fairy is also the model they used for the Columbia logo. Oh, neat. Yeah, the original one from probably the 40s, <laughs> but the original Columbia sure. logo. The woman ha- holding sure it have... kind of looks yeah, like I... a statue. Yeah, a... I, I know what you're talking about. Yep, she's this fairy is also the model of that. So I found that I interesting. Think, I think some, I think sometimes it's also a Pegasus in that logo, if I remember correctly. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. All right, but, so that, let's. That lady's probably lady's probably either in her hundreds or passed away of old age. I don't know. Nineteen forty was a very long time ago. Also, nineteen eighties was a long time ago if you think about it, because. That was 42 years ago, 1980. Well, let's say 1940. Let's say she was 20. Yep, she, she'd, have, she'd be over 100 years old right now. She would be. She's probably not. She's, you know where she probably is. So let's look at the synopsis. A couple of notes that I put. Well, this is a great way to start a podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, I said the uh, the cuckoo clocks all look really really cool. I, I liked all the cuckoo clocks, the little music boxes and everything. Oh like yeah, that. They, they were some of them were weird. I I'm not sure why you would um, some of them I'm not sure why you would um even make like the like I understand like the um chopping at chopping at the wood or um shooting at the bird, but why why would you make a clock? Like, why would you personally make a clock for yourself that's just a parent spaking her child? And this, and the noise the child makes is nightmarish, too. There's a <laughs> lot of unsettling things in this movie, actually. Uh, another fun fact I read is that the, uh, the creators of this movie also were given or the, that were made a lot of the clocks that they had to draw. So a lot of those became, were real ones that they drew, or after the fact. I can't remember which, but um, clocks, are, clocks are pretty cool. Yeah. The other thing I would say is, is the most familiar Disney song ever comes from this movie. Is it the foxes singing? No, no. That's or is the it the interesting? When it's, you wish upon a star. Yes, but if you listen to the music, the background music, 
whenever a Disney movie starts up, they use that music as the startup, oh, yeah. the Disney startup logo. Like it is, and it's, and, and I was reading, it is one of the most uh, popular movie songs of all time because of that, because they use it everywhere. Like huh. intros and stuff like that, they use, do you wish, uh, if you wish upon a star. The, the musical version, the instrumental. Um, wow. Came from this it. movie. Yep. Um, so here's the, the, the story. Geppetto makes a wooden marionette that, off, that after wishing on a star becomes oh, alive. Is it, is it Geppetto or Geppetto? Geppetto. I'm sure it doesn't matter, but... Geppetto. They always uh, pronounce it Geppetto, to my understanding. Um, the only thing I remember is Gemini saying it while he was underwater. So, <laughs> after Geppetto literally witnesses a miracle, or as I like to put it, freaking terrifying that this wooden thing he created becomes alive. Uh, in the movies that I'm used to, that Pinocchio would be murdering the crap out of everyone. But you know, Geppetto gets excited about it, and you know what the first thing he does? It's like, oh, wow, I have this wooden creature that just came to life that shouldn't be alive right now. Send him to school. He needs to go to school. Send that little bastard to school right now. And, you know, doesn't warn anyone. He's, it's not like he calls the school and is like, so I have this wooden boy no, no, he's not real. He's literally just a toy. Can you teach him, please? No warning. Not, that, also not that Pinocchio ever makes it to school. He also didn't have the five years of like normal child tutoring that you should go through before you enter kindergarten. Like right. it's like you got like the kid basically um not only was given life he was given like i don't know an extra 6 or 7 years of of like backup knowledge it's like now i can speak i know a few things i don't know what a conscious is though but i mean that's a big word i got to have this cricket tell me and have it mean absolutely freaking nothing to me hey this fox looks nice he's like twice my size let's let's go with him he's probably got drugs or something well here's the sad thing about this movie is this thing, this inanimate object that's now animate, uh, doesn't know anything. Anything. And honestly... Never the five or six years of backup knowledge that was magically given to him. And honestly, he's not a bad person. He's just gullible and listens when people tell him stuff. This whole movie is just people manipulating him. And considering he was just born yesterday, literally, it makes sense. <laughs> so he sends Pinocchio to school and a fox named Honest John tricks Pinocchio to become an actor. Seems legit. And this is when we get the I got no strings to hold me down to make me fret or make me. Pr I think you just ruined my song. That's dick move, son. Dick move. I mean, 
I, I was trying to mimic what happened in the movie. Like, he's got, I got no strings to hold me. <laughs> and he just falls down the stairs. Uh, Only the bleh <laughs> was not the noise made. So, I don't know. Um, turns out the puppet master's a dick. He locks Pinocchio up in a cage. Is that D-I-Q-K? <laughs> uh, Is that spelled with D-I-Q-K? I'm trying to make sure this video doesn't get less than 10 views, man. I'm sorry. I am I know I'm failing, but I'm trying. You know, if they're listening to it, we already got the view. <laughs> so technically what you're trying to say is I'm, I'm trying to get people to stop running away. I don't know. Well, that that's kind of the point, though. Like, just because there's a view doesn't mean the algorithm's going to say, hey, wait a minute. There's a, a lot of people listening to this, but only, but like none of them are actually watching to the end. This is trash content. Boom. And we just got into YouTube, that algorithm. That is very much something that happened in the 1940s. A little bit of a history lesson for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, On with the synopsis. Dosex <laughs> Machina Blue Fairy shows up. And after some it's light, magic. light lying that causes Pinocchio's nose to grow the fairy, lets him out. Which, by the way, I would say one of the most famous things. Like, I got a question for you. Before you watched Pino Pinocchio now, have you ever seen it before? Do you know anything about it? What did you know about Pinocchio before we watched this? Oh, my goodness. I thought the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> I... I'm pretty sure what anybody knows about Pinocchio is that his nose grows when he lies. And it only happens once. This is not even the main theme of the movie. It's the main, yeah. th the, the main theme is like him growing a conscience of his own and becoming a like a good person, like a real boy, like a, a, a good person. I know a lot of real boys and a lot of them don't have good consciences, but you know, whatever. That's what this movie well, that's, well they're saying. they're not in a magical they're not a magical wooden boy story, which wooden boy sounds very pornographic. But do pornographic. You, did you ever see this movie before this? Uh, I've seen it actually probably a few times when I was very little. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Um I think we even have a cassette tape. Oh, okay. Uh, honest, honest John finds. I swear, he escapes, and then Honest John, who took him to the evil guy, who I believe his name was Stromboli, was uh, the puppet master. So he was like evil Geppetto. Honest John finds him again, and uh, tricks him into going to Pleasure Island, which it seemed like this movie was going to X-rated territory, but. Apparently, Pleasure Island is just where a bunch of kids get to drink and smoke cigars and play pool, which I found it interesting. Definitely. Go um, ahead. It, uh, definitely is something that wouldn't happen in kids in a kids movie today. This is a kids movie, by the way. People yes. were, if I if I remember correctly, people were like minors were encouraged to smoke cigarettes back then. Uh, yeah, in the 40s, I believe it was still considered okay for kids to smoke. But apparently, according to this movie in the 40s, it was still considered bad because that's what they were doing is just bad stuff. But uh, at the same time, Jiminy Cricket sees him playing pool and is like, what? Pool? 
the travesty. <laughs> I guess pull is evil back in the 40s. Um, and Pleasure Island turns these bad kids into donkeys for doing this kind of stuff. Uh, which, by the way, they find out that this, this uh, I think his name, the, uh, the coachman, I think is the name of the character. He fi they find out, Jimmy Cricket finds out these this coachman is turning kids into donkeys and selling them off to donkey slavery. And even sees Pinocchio's friend turn into a donkey. So what does the conscious do about all these donkey kids and Pinocchio's new friend? About nothing, pretty much. Not a damn thing. These poor, poor kids are just sold into slavery as donkeys. Uh, Jimmy Cricket makes sure to save Pinocchio, but as for the rest of them, well, they were bad kids. <laughs> I guess. I guess the only thing he were that can really, I don't know. Afterwards, he did kind of. You know, almost get eaten by a whale. Okay, <laughs> that ha that has sure nothing, that has nothing to do with those poor. And remember, they it, just it escaped. Doesn't... They escaped at the time. They didn't know that Geppetto was in danger. They just were trying to escape Pleasure Island and screw those kids. <laughs> oh right, yeah, I've kind of forgot the timeline here. Yeah, screw the, screw those kids because I mean. I don't know. I mean, in fairness, I don't know what they could have done. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. You could talk to the police. <laughs> Just tell someone. Just be like, hey. Not that the police are going to believe that a bunch of kids are turning to donkeys, but, you know, now the police it just have a bunch of missing kids. Depends on what they're used to. Like... We we already seen that there that this world has no qualms of like turning this turning this shooting star into a beautiful young lady who will forever be remembered as a Columbia statue. Well, here, um, just appears out of nowhere and grants your wish. Here's a couple things that the police can look at when someone crazily tells them a bunch of kids are turning to donkeys. The person telling you was a wooden freaking boy with donkey ears and a tail. Also, a talking grasshopper. Come, come the, or and a talking, talking cricket. cricket that looks oh, yeah. nothing like a cricket, but it's a talking cricket. I digress. Poor kids. Um. Pinocchio comes home to find out that his father went looking for Pinocchio and got swallowed by a whale named Monstro. Not sure how there's a letter at his home to tell them that I got swallowed by a whale, but here we are. How did that letter hey, get to hey, the house? Hey, talking, cr talking cricket, wooden talking boy. The less, the less questions you ask, the better. That is not what I'm here for this podcast for. You're right. 
Ask all the questions for 1940s Disney. I'm sorry. Were we were we planning on making a podcast where we just talk about how great the movie is and not question anything? I don't know. That's great content. Anyway, the, the, the answers is magic, man. The the, the, the magic. We, everything can be justified with magic. Kids so, are getting sold into slavery. It's cause of magic. Let's so, go. So Geppetto gets to see the blue, uh, the blue fairy, and she's like, "Yeah, I can't save you from this. You, you, this sucks. I can put a letter that tells your son exactly where you are, though, so he can deal with this giant whale. But I don't have that power to just get you out of a whale." I mean, uh, luckily they didn't get. Luckily, um, Geppetto and the animals didn't get swallowed into the whale. So, the the whale somehow. I mean, I guess the ship could have just gotten jagged in the tongue. I don't know. Um. Here is another note I have: is Pinocchio finds Monstro the giant whale. What what is his first reaction to find the giant whale? That he's been looking for because he knows that his dad is swallowed by the whale. Run away. Runs away! <laughs> he's like, well, I got here. Screw this. I'm out. <laughs> On a different note, if we're asking if we're asking the real questions here, why can't Cr- why can Cricket just breathe on the not just breathe on there, hold his breath and talk for like I don't know how long. At least ten minutes. Under See, now there. you're getting it, but magic. Magic, I guess. I mean, let's face it. We're not questioning the fact that the cricket can talk. We're questioning how they both can talk underwater. It's magic. Also, I mean, if then again, like, how can Geppetto breathe inside the whale? Like, there should be no oxygen in there, right? <laughs> right. Questions, all the questions. All right, and then Pinocchio gets in there, finds Geppetto. They they have a heart to heart. Yeah, you're here, and Geppetto's not like, let's get out of here. I don't want us to die. I don't want my son to die. He's like, ah, screw it. Let's just eat some fish and have fun. It they just takes, kind of abandoned the fish too. It takes. Oh, another thing I want to bring out, bring up is, uh, I don't think fishing works like that. You don't just throw your uh, fishing reel in the water and somehow a fish just automatically gets connected and goes up. You normally got to wait for them to bite. And then that was just very unrealistic. I don't think the best fishermen could just quickly grab, especially a bunch of fish that are panicking because they just got ate by a whale. Those fish don't care about that real magic, man. Magic. <laughs> They're magical fish who don't give a crap. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got ate by a whale. Rather get slowly, rather get eaten by a human, even though their pro- their mouths are smaller and it's probably gonna be a lot slower. Well, here comes another unbelievable magic. scenario. This dumb wooden boy, who is the most gullible thing on the planet who barely thinks for himself ever. And in fairness, he's literally less than an hour old. 
Oh yeah, he came up with the whole smoke. He thing. comes up with the idea of how to get the most brilliant plan. Oh, fire, smoke, make the damn whale sneeze, and that's how we get out of here. How? How did this wooden boy that's like an hour magic? <laughs> it's because of magic and holy crap. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot my ma- microphone quality is terrible. I hope I hope that didn't just break everybody's eardrums. All I'm saying is based on the logic magic. Magic of this movie. <laughs> what the heck? I'm glad that I didn't even have to fully explain all that. I just tell you just a little <laughs> bit, and you're like. Oh, yeah, he came up with the idea. It's because of magic. Uh, then Pinocchio uh, Pinocchio dies and then becomes a real boy. So now he becomes a brat like every other kid on the planet. I wouldn't want to keep the damn wooden boy. As a wooden boy, he's unique. He's different. As a real boy, he's just like, you know what, Geppetto? If you wanted a child, there's an easier way to do it. Instead of turning a real boy, or a wooden boy who's unique and interesting into a child. Just get laid. Have sex. You're a talented puppeteer maker, cuckoo clock maker. I'm assuming he made all those. Dad, there's I'm... a problem with that. What? There's no women in this movie. <laughs> I mean, except for the goldfish, but oh, no, we're not going there. We're not going there. The, gold, okay. the goldfish. The goldfish is, is goldfish is super horny. I mean, it could be a guy. Goldfish can change their genders, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Let's not get into that argument. Uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, the goldfish and the uh, the magical blue fairy. Oh yeah, yeah. The, like aside from that though, like there's there's no there is no women in this movie. To, there's a, there's those children um who um like got um who got dismissed by their mothers, but there's like two of them, and they're probably already married. Who knows? Where did all these boys that turned into donkeys come from? If there's no women in this movie, there's got to be women somewhere. Yeah, they're it's all magic, man. They're they're. they're they're all wooden boys that turned real. <laughs> also, I remember from the uh, from that same aforementioned scene where um, all the kids are going to school. What if these kids just friggin' dunks another kid in the fountain? And they're they're all like laughing. Holy crap! Just just dunks that kid in there. I don't remember how long, but definitely longer than a kid should be dunked underwater. <laughs> Yeah. Holy crap. So that was my synopsis of Pinocchio. What did you think about Pinocchio? Um I think it's very disturbing, but it's definitely it definitely does feel like a cla- a classic movie that's def might be ahead of its time. I don't want I don't know if I want to say ahead of its time. I know that um encouraging children to smoke definitely isn't a uh Definitely isn't something we'd see even in R-rated movies today. Right. No, there's very little smoking in movies unless it's like an adult movie and it's important to the character, so I get it. 
and despite all my questions on logic and uh, and complaints, I do like Pinocchio. It's a good cartoon. It's a good movie. Uh, all, all your all your questions they're answered with magic, man. Magic. It's no. I I'm sorry. Logic doesn't. Ah. Anyways, I do like this movie. It's not a bad movie. It was just kind of, I just kept thinking of these things as I was watching, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And like I said, for, to me, Pinocchio wasn't actively trying to do bad things. He literally... It's literally he gets shoved out in the world, and guess what? The world sucks. <laughs> the world sucks. That's the moral of this movie. Most Disney movies have one bad guy, one villain, one evil person, and maybe some henchmen. This one, four villains. You've got Honest John, who I was reading that these are all like counterparts of the other characters. Honest John is essentially the uh, is evil Geppetto, or not Ge Geppetto, evil Jiminy Cricket. He's like his conscience, but like the devil of his conscience. Stromboli, which is a puppet master, so he's like evil Geppetto. You have the coachman, who is like the blue fairy, so he's evil magic blue fairy, because he has the power to turn in them off. And then you got Monstro, which I don't know is Evil Figaro. <laughs> I don't know if there's a comparison for Monstro, the giant whale. He's just a whale that likes and to eat the, things. I mean, then there's that um bad influence kid, the uh the um that's probably just a uh, evil counterpart of Pinocchio himself. Yeah, there's that too. Well, here's a fun little fact I read on IMDb. Hoodlum. Yeah, the hoodlums, the word of them. Hmm. Here's a fun fact that I read on IMDb. Um, you know who? You know who's also evil, Geppetto? Huh. Geppetto. Oh yeah. Because, <laughs> because the reason I, I I I say this is his actor Christian Rubb was the name of the actor who played Geppetto. According to this, now, just because it's on IMDb doesn't mean it's true. But according to rumors and what is put on uh, IMDb, Christian Rubb... Now, first off, let's let's put a backdrop. This movie came out in 1940. Can you think of anything happening in 1940 at this time? Oh, yeah, World War II. World War II. Guess what? Christian Rubb? According to this uh, thing on IMDb, huge Nazi sympathizer. According to this, the other animators were get, would get annoyed because he would just constantly talk about how great Adolf Hitler was. He was literally singing the praises of Adolf Hitler during 1940s World War II. Well, that's dark. And they they said their revenge on him was when when he was filming the scene and they had him act out the scene 
of him fishing or whatever inside the whale's mouth, they would like uh, like make the set go too fast or something where it would like, I don't know, mildly inconvenience him. We're like, you really like Hitler, so we're just going to annoy you. <laughs> but, you know, our, our love, lovely Geppetto is a Nazi sympathizer. During I mean, he's all, Nazis' attack oh, oh. on the world. I mean, there's... Okay, if, if we're going to go into why um, Geppetto is a terrible person, I mean, there's not much worse you can do than to be a Nazi sympathizer unless you're a Nazi or freaking Hitler himself. Um, but he's also very... He's also kind of... I don't know if I want to say abusive... He definitely doesn't treat his cat very well. <laughs> he treats the cat like garbage, man. He tells <laughs> like, like, hey, can you open the window? <laughs> and the cat's just like there trying to sleep. Um, I mean, that's he, uh, asking he, he makes, your cat to help do something doesn't make him garbage. I mean, uh, there's also the fact that that's that's just one thing though, like. Remember when, um, before, like, Pinocchio came to life, like, he was, uh, play, like, doing his whole, um, ventriloquist act with Pinocchio, and he makes Pinocchio kick the cat! Oh, that was... And the, a, cat be, and the cat being a cat just, like, I don't, gets really angry I, at Pinocchio. I, I mean, sure, but I don't think... I mean, it wasn't like he, like, tried to hurt her, I mean, he was just playing. Uh... I beat up on my son all the time for funds. You know, just playful fighting. I think that's Which what one. That you have like four of those kind I, of. I did it to all my kids. <laughs> Do some play fighting. You just like pretend to punch him in the belly. They love it. And there you have it, folks. He punches his. He punches his children. And he said that on the internet. <laughs> this is the internet. This is forever, man. Cut that! Cut that! Cut that! Cut that! Cut that! Time for a break. Let's take a word from our sponsors. Mm-hmm. I love that whole recording in progress thing that Zoom does. It's funny. Okay. Um, remember, remember do the kind of reminds me of the Siri character. All right, continue. Continue with their speaking. I'll, I'll interrupt you only when I feel it's necessary. So, first things I want to say is, while we were taking our break, I, uh, I looked up some timelines uh, for World War II. So, I'm going to not completely defend Christian Rubb, but this movie takes place in 1940s, okay? The war, you know what year World War II starts? Pretty sure it's not 1940. I know it's sometime after, right? It's 1942. No, it started in 1939. I, th- I thought um, World War One was the one that started like prior to it, prior to a decade. Uh, World War One st- started, I think, in 1911. It ended in 1918. Uh, World War Two. I think, okay, it, I, continue. I'm sorry. I think it was the 18th. Yeah. Um, I'll just leave it to people to correct us. 
World, yeah, sure. Uh, World, I think we need listeners for that to happen. Uh, <laughs> World War II started in 1939. Hitler became uh, the leader of Germany in 1933, I believe. But it was the uh, attack on Poland, the invasion of Poland, uh, that started World War II. Um, so at the time this movie was probably being created, which, mind you, I believe back then, it, it's not like we, we made a movie within like a year, right? I mean, nowadays we seem to we, we go through and we can make a movie quick. Back then, I'm sure that it took them quite a few years to really get it done and finished and everything. You know what I'm saying? The movie came out about two years after Snow White, so. Yeah, that doesn't mean they weren't already starting it during Snow White. Um, anyways, it takes time to make a movie is what I'm saying. So at the time that they're doing all this recording, World War II might not have even started yet. And at the time, Hitler might have just been a leader. And also, even if that was the case, let's say at 1940 when this movie came out, let's say that's when they're talking about, even then, I, I would imagine that most of the world didn't know the, the it might have just been war, which war is terrible, but it is a, a thing that happens often. And traditionally, we don't just look at everybody that's at war like, oh my gosh, you're horrible. The things that make the Nazis so bad was the treatment that they did with the Jews. Um, not during, during the war. That had nothing to do with actual just attacking a country or all this stuff. It was the, the horrible experiments and the Holocaust and all these things of just eradicating the Jewish people. And it's very possible a lot of people at the time, especially before the war happened, I don't know, I couldn't find a timeline of when all that started. I just saw the timeline that I had time to look at before I got on here was mostly just when battles took place and blah, blah, blah. Um, I didn't find a lot of information on the Holocaust. I'd have to look further into that. But I imagine that during the war, a lot of people didn't know. I would assume that a lot of outside of German people, I would assume that a lot of people um, weren't aware the horrible things happening that they were doing to the Jewish people. In fact, I mean, they tricked a lot of a lot of Jewish people because they didn't know how bad things were, what happened. So, you know, it's possible we might be judging this man a little too harshly, um, considering when he was praising Hitler, it was before... It's not like he had our knowledge of Hitler and what happened in the war when the war didn't even happen yet when he was praising him. That makes sense? Yeah, kind of. I didn't find anything that said that he 
denounced Hitler afterwards, but I didn't find anything that said he did. Um, so my guess is once he found all that out, he might have stopped loving Hitler. Who knows? People keep hearing horrible things about people, and they still believe that that person is good. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen. A little weird. But I just wanted to point out that when this movie was made, the odds of him knowing all the horrible things that Hitler and the Nazis did is probably pretty slim. Anyways, continue on with Pinocchio, this lovely, lighthearted affair. <laughs> and let's stop talking about Nazis, I guess. We, I, I, don't, I don't know if we should have even gotten into that in the first place. It, no, it let's seemed... talk about Nazis. Um, it's weird. Everybody properly hates Nazis. It's, 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 and if I, you know what, I will, I'll say this. If a Nazi is listening to this right now and hates us because of that, I'm cool with that. I don't want to be friends with Nazis. So, you know, screw you. Screw you, Nazis. I, I can say that and not feel bad about it at all. Screw Nazis. Um, anyways, back to the Pinocchio of it all. Uh, what was your favorite scene in Pinocchio? Um, well, before I get into the scene, um, actually, no, I'll just, I'll just say the scene. Um, I have to say, I always say I'd have to say, thinking it makes me intelligent. I don't, I don't know, man. Um, hmm. do you have a favorite scene? <laughs> you can't make it. You can't make I'm a decision. Th- I'm thinking. I'm. I'm. My, my gears are cogging. Um. So this is kind of weird because I do like a lot of the scenes in this movie. Um, "Got No Strings" is a fun little song, but it's really short. Uh, the scenes with the whale were cool to watch. Just watching uh, the animation for the whale and everything. Oh yeah, that was really cool. Um, I think my favorite scene is just the the scenes with the the cuckoo clocks and the music boxes, just because I thought a lot of those were really cool. <laughs> um, that I don't know if that counts as a scene though, so I don't know. Um, it is a scene. Yeah, I like the cuckoo clocks and stuff, and them dancing and stuff. Um, oh man, I'm gonna go with oh, that. No, 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 continue. Yeah, yeah, that 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 work that was works as a scene. I just I just remembered um all those scenes with the uh with Honest John and his uh, henchman. I don't know his his assistant. Um, his assistant and all the scenes with um with him trying to um I don't know the word. It's definitely not seduce. My brain is screwy. Mani- manipulate. Manipulate. Yeah. Well, he was trying to seductively manipulate, <laughs> um, Pinocchio into like, um, making money for him and the gang, um, like, so those scenes were were pretty hilarious. Just like, like um, like the assistant sees. Jiminy Cricket on top of John's um, hat. Of John's hat, and he just smashes his head in. 
and oh my goodness <laughs> oh those muffling sounds are also pretty disturbing but but um me being 19 years old and groping my own chest like a weirdo i shouldn't be doing that um um but yeah, like those muffling sounds were pretty disturbing. But me, as a 19-year-old who's not groping my chest right now, for those of you who are listening are probably interested in hearing about that, um, I find it pretty hilarious to hear muffling screaming under a hat. I could, I could probably grab a hat right now, and sure. no, I can't reach it from here. I could just pull the thing with me so that I don't yank my. No, hand. let's just. Move on. I, I got I got hats. I can scream in a hat. Nope, nope, nope. This is this is too weird. Okay. All right. So, so the scenes with Honest John is your favorites. Uh, yeah, the first one in particular. But yeah. All right. So next question <gasps> is, who's your favorite character? Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Um. He's definitely um. He's definitely a character of his own. He and he and he should definitely be titled as a protagonist because that that's that's kind of the role he he um does best with. Uh, I like. I think my favorite character is Honest John. <laughs> I'm with you. I liked Honest John. So let me get this straight. Your um your favorite scene is a scene that particularly involves Jiminy Cricket, and, and um. Your favorite character is Honest John, and my favorite scene, particularly, um, centers on Honest John, and my favorite character is Jiminy Cricket. In my I'm defense, in, in my defense, uh, my liking of the scene with the that has Jiminy Cricket in it has nothing to do with Jiminy Cricket. It's about I just think the the cuckoo clocks and the music boxes look really cool, the and with the animation, the it's really cool. The scene is particularly like centered on Jiminy Cricket and like getting annoyed by all the noises. Like, quiet! Oh, I don't really care about that. I just like the, I just like looking at the music boxes and stuff. Like, like I, I saw those scenes and I was like, man, it would be cool to have cuckoo clocks or music boxes that look like that, like that do those things. That's kind of neat. I can do without the uh, the mother spanking her child one, but you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. The other ones are yes. Cool. As I make this out of wood. Okay, let's do this. Um. Oh yes, I know what to do for this clock. Let's make a child getting spanked by her mother. I'm sure that'll make me sleep very well at night. Yes. Yes. Right there, over to the left. Okay. So let's get on with grades. What would you rate? Darn it! I'm Pinocchio. I'm already, already going, already gone through school. I'm, I'm cur- it's currently actually a school year for my sister, and I'm, I'm still working. So there's that. But why, why are we going back into this whole school business? I actually miss school. I miss a lot of my schoolmates. There's a lot of cool people. Um, but anyway, I give this movie a solid nine out of ten. Really? I, I definitely enjoyed it. It was messed up at times. You're definitely not supposed to think too hard on it. But when I wa- finished the movie, I thought this is at least a 9 out of 10. 
Um, it's kind of messed up at times, but it. I think it's. I think it's good. Uh, for me, uh, I'm gonna grade this. Uh, my nose grows seven point five inches. That's what I rate it. Seven point five inches. Um. I'm sure people are gonna start liking you now. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, I like this movie. Um, is it one that I want to continuously watch over and over again? Not so much. Yes. It's all right. It's good. <laughs> I'm happy I watched it, but it's like, yeah, it's fine. I I yeah, remember something, a lot. Something um, something my mom asked me is, have you have you not watched this movie before? I'm pretty. I was pretty confident in saying yes, you have, but. I guess I'm not you, and I don't know. Your mom asked if I'd watched this before? She said it in doubt, which means she probably definitely assumed that you did, which I also did. I'm asking you now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've seen Pinocchio. Okay, so that's confirmed. The lore is expanding. Everybody Everybody can sit down now. I'm trying to think, uh... I've seen a lot of Disney movies. I like watching Disney movies. Um, I'm trying to think of any and Disney... Need, and yet you still need an excuse to watch the Disney Princess ones. Oh, I'm I'm going to watch this with the kids. Because exactly. Exactly I, what like, I do. I'm like a 30-year-old man. I, I got I got to watch this with the kids because I'm too manly. I'm, I'm too manly to watch Disney Heard. Princess movies. Exactly. So I was going to be looking through the curtain seeing this grown man and watching... I don't know no Cinderella. It's like that's that's wrong, man. That this this person's disgusting. Let's yeah. see. I will say I'm trying to think of uh, early Disney movies or what would the be the earliest Disney movie that we'll probably watch on the show that I haven't seen. Um, and well, Peter Pan. Yes, Cinderella. Yes, Sleeping Beauty. Yes, uh, Fantasia, which I think is next. Yes. Bambi, yes. Dumbo, yes. Um, I want to say the earliest one would probably be Black Cauldron. Unless we like... What unless we sequels? Not we all might, the sequels. I, I don't, we might be watching... Are we watching any of the sequels? Uh, depends. Because uh, technically they're not feature films. I guess questions would be like, if we watch like Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, which is a cartoon plus live action movie. Um, if we consider that one of the our feature films to go. I mean, Aladdin, Aladdin has um has like movie sequels. Aladdin Aladdin is probably the one of the few sequels of Disney I've watched. I've watched Aladdin. I've watched Return of. In fact, I love Return of Jafar. Um, the third one, not so much. But Return of Jafar, I used to watch the crap out of that. Um, I think the, this one's coming threes. Uh, Simba, uh, the Lion King sequels, like Lion King one and a half is really good. Um, I can't remember much about Simba's Pride, the sequel to Lion I don't think we want to do sequels unless they're considered feature films. And by feature films, I mean they had to be put in the theater. Ish. It might get a little weird down the line when 
we're watching like Lightyear for or or no Lightyear was in the theater or like Pinocchio. Are we are we are we mixing in Pixar movies with this whole thing? Yes, I think we are. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, we're gonna have to wait forever before we get to Finding Nemo. Then, oof. Yeah. How are. many years is that gonna be? Like five. Probably yeah. I'll be a grown man by then, man. I mean, I grow, I'm technically a grown man right now. I've even grown a mustache, which I'm going to shave tonight, maybe. All right, so we've done our rankings. Now, something we forgot to do with Iron Man. Oh, yeah. What? Is... Out of these two movies, so far we've only watched two. German Give me your ranking. One or German movie number two? One. Two. Actually, this one, I think, takes place in Italy, not Germany. Still has German people, maybe. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Snow White's Germans, and this movie probably has German. I, I don't know. Um, I'd probably rank this movie above Snow White. I think I would, too. I think I enjoyed this more than Snow White. One's I... a, one is a... One is a movie about seven dwarves and a girl who gets frightened by frightened by a guy she she just met and thinks, hmm, I think that is the love of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I love you. So next we have on the agenda is what do you think the Rotten Tomato score? Ah, oh, yes. I almost forgot about that. Um... Well, same with same with Snow White. It's a classic, which means people are probably going to love it by default. Um, seems to be the case with uh, Star Wars. People, I don't. I still don't get why people hate. Um, I still don't get why people. So many people hate on um the uh, prequel trilogy. At, at least like um the. I forgot the name. The, the episode one. I don't. I don't remember why people. I don't. I, I don't understand. I don't understand people like. Like I know it's. I. The movie's what like twenty five years old at this point. Um, Pinocchio. Pinocchio is like eighty two years old. So, and the first Star Wars movie, which was just called Star Wars and not Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope, came out. Like roughly. F- 45 years ago, if I remember. And and that was nostalgic enough for people to say, hey, just 20 years later after this trilogy, let's make another one. People are going to hate this because you know, we have a friggin' tall fish master. I'm talking a lot about Star Wars, but um, Star Wars definitely suffers a lot from nostalgic purposes because... Just answer the damn question! I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Um, critic score eighty-five. Audience score ninety-nine. Um, I'm gonna say ninety-nine for the critic score. Audience score ninety-four. Okay. Uh, critics, hundred percent. 
So nostalgia oh. was the nostalgia was strong with this movie. <laughs> Audience score seventy three percent. Okay, so you won on both accounts. Yeah, there's not a negative review in the critics. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So we got our first 100% movie. It's weird. There's no way... Okay, there's no way people didn't find things wrong with this movie. Like, okay, it's, it's in the 1940s. It's going to be nostalgic. There's kids drinking booze and smoking cigarettes, people. And, and magic, I guess magic is also a thing, but there, there's, there's so, a lot of things wrong with this movie. So here's, I guess here's, I rated it a nine. But. So here's the thing of how that... So I don't think you quite understand how that score works. Okay? Um, that score is not saying that nobody finds anything wrong with this movie. That score, how it works is that it puts the positive, which people pretty much when they do a, a, a critic review, they have to choose tomato or rotten. Tomato or tomato? No, rotten tomato. <laughs> so okay. you're, you're pretty much choosing... It's not based on like everybody saying, oh, this is perfect movie, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Some of those tomatoes are a 7 out of 10 or 8 out of 10. But how the, the score works is you pretty much choose, every critic chooses good, bad, good, bad, 50-50. What that 100% means is literally every single person that rated this movie chose good and nobody has a bad review. So there's no bad critic review. That doesn't mean that every score says that this is a perfect movie. It's saying that every critic liked it opposed to not liking it. I, I still find it surprising that the critic score is higher than, than the audience one for this movie. Yeah, well, there's a lot of, there's a lot more people that do. So I can even tell you the amount. So critics, only 60 reviews. Audience, 250,000 rate uh, different rate people rated this. And I think it goes the same way. So out of 250,000, there's a lot more that went with the negative. But all the re critical reviews are all they liked it I see. So that's how rotten tomatoes works or you know so let's go on to your cinemantra all right so as as we always do cinemantra round thingy um so you find yourself i guess in the real world since it really wouldn't matter i guess I guess the Pinocchio world has magic, so that's nice. But you find yourself as a clockmaker. You break into this person's house, the Mr. Geppetto, Mr. Geppetto, Mr. G um, and you find this lovely little puppet. You tear his freaking magical nose off, and um, and you use that nose to put on the last little touch of your 
of your new homemade clock. All ready to sell to buyers. Now you tell me what that clock was and why that nose was so necessary. And for the love of God, if you say penis, it's going to be a zero. I'm warning you. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) This this isn't fair. There's no way. Uh, nope. <laughs> Here's the thing. I wanted to cut it off the, uh, cut off, cut off the nose. I would have put, I would have, I would have stuck Pinocchio in front of the clock and then tell him to lie and that way the nose keeps growing. <laughs> so then I have a penis clock that grows. Give me that zero. It's a penis clock. Complete zero. Complete zero. You you are a terrible person who overuses the penis joke. Why why must it always be a penis? It's right there. What do you want from me? There are other genitalia. Women have genita- genitals too, man. Not ones that grow like that. Anyway, my Cinemantra... I can't believe you. I can't believe you. And my Cinemantra... You wish upon a star. What do you want to... Something inanimate, what do you want to make alive? What is your wish? Uh, Okay. That is a good question. But I had to say louder for some reason. Because I think the... I don't know. I feel like saying the stuffed animal is the easy answer. Because I don't know why I've got... I have way too many stuffed animals. Which I guess should be the answer. There's no such thing as way too many stuffed animals. I could just say... I'm, I'm moving my stand again. Sorry to those of you who are watching and cringing at this fact. I could just say... My special little Todoroki doll. Complete with powers? Complete with powers! I, I mean, I, could, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want my house to catch on fire. Or freeze to death. I guess he's got both. But yes. Special little Todoroki doll. <laughs> Come to life. And um, be all cocky and whatnot. I guess it... I guess if I had an elf on a shelf, that would be hilarious and absolutely frightening. I also have an Izuku Midoriya toy, which I got when I was 18, which definitely shows my maturity level, which I guess I shouldn't be rating maturity based on how many toys I have. I also have a Zenitsu. I could get a Zenitsu, but that would be annoying. But anyway. I'll give you a, <laughs> yes, I'll give you a six. I'll give you a six. You, you say that to this poor little boy's face. Yeah, you you say six again, and say this guy doesn't deserve more than a more than a twelve. Uh, for me don't, it's don't listen, don't for, listen to the haters. For me, it's my blow up doll. <laughs> hey, it's not a penis this time. It's not a penis joke this time. I don't understand why you're giving me this look. 
I did exactly what you asked this time. There's other things than penises, is what you said. Did you not? I'm disappointed you didn't say your Joker thing. That little bastard would just destroy everything. He's an agent of chaos. That would be dumb. <laughs> I mean, so is the Todoroki. Todoroki was a good guy. He was a good guy. I, I need I need to place him somewhere where he will he will be the mascot. All right. Is there I, any is there anything else you would like to say about Pinocchio? Jiminy Cricket's freaking horny. Um, the word the word gay was definitely met, had different different meaning back then. Yeah, they sang that um, during the Hi Diddleito, the actor's life for me. They sang that song a lot. Um, we already went over the fairies animation. It was basically based on um someone else's movement. Uh, the goldfish. I already mentioned how horny the freak that goldfish is. It might even be still might even be a guy. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. There's some there's some really cute esque guys in Disney movies back then <laughs> who have eyelashes. But um, I think the consensus is this goldfish is feminine and horny and fe- very much female. Yeah, but that that just might be. Her name was Cleo. That just might. Oh, neat. That just might be my innate sexism talking. All right. Um. Uh. Let's see. What is wrong with my handwriting? Dang it! I can't see anything. Oh. Oh yeah, I already talked about the kid dunking the kid in the fountain. I spelled fountain wrong. It's F N T O U U N. Yeah, that's. Definitely. Um, messed up puppet show. I don't think we ever talked about the puppet show except for um, except for Pinocchio singing. There's, the rest of the puppet show is just a bunch of puppet dolls being weird. Like, like there's this... <laughs> these puppets essentially like being controlled by these people to sexually harass Pin- Pinocchio in different ways, including... Oh my goodness! Including the um the soldier dolls, just like all up in Pinocchio for some reason. Um, his nose gave birth to birds. It created eggs. Those eggs hatched. His nose—it's not just magical. It freaking created life. How is this anything to be ashamed of? Like you, your lie—the more lies you cr- you make. The more you're, um, the more easier it's going to be to see from other people's perspectives. But that nose isn't anything to be ashamed of. It created life. Also, pissed off whale, and I also wrote in all caps. That's messed up. Pertaining to, um, the hoodlum turning into a donkey. Holy crap! That was. That was disturbing. Quick, quickly. All right, now we're going to ask Siri what our next genre of movie is going to be. Hey, Siri. Pick a number from 1 to 46. 
nine. Where'd the 46 come from? Ooh, comic book movies. Yeah. Who gets to pick a comic book movie to watch? Are you doing Superman this time? I don't know. There, there's, I don't know. Also, there's also DC movies we, that we should cover. DC movies? Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is a comic oh, yeah. book? We we there, we have we have a lot of options. Okay. All right. And where can everybody find you? Um, Cryokin artist in both um, Instagram and uh, the other thing, YouTube's. Also, I think Facebook, but I don't really. That I do the same thing on Facebook that I do with uh, Instagram. You might have Instagram, you might only have Facebook. I don't know. All right. What about you? You can find me on the Facebook, the Instagram, and the YouTube on uh, and the uh, TikToks as Dragon Blazer Productions and on Twitter at Dragon Blazer Pro. All right. Well. Oh, man, that reminds me. Holy crap! Not 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 anything of that. The fact, if if we like consistently do this in the morning, that means that if I turn the lamp off, I can't embrace the dark side anymore. My no. my glasses won't. I, I I won't do be able to do the same thing we did with the um the Phantom Menace. I know it's very sad. All right, Avita Zane, everyone. Adios. I need to learn more languages, at least pretending to buy. I'm very annoying. Hello, once again. Please, if you will, like and subscribe onto our YouTube page titled Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You, where all these wacky podcasts where we watch movies and review them go on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.